everybody. Welcome back. I am back. Yes, we are back with another episode of Hot Takes and Power Tank Shakes with yours truly, Tony Capobianco. Before we get into the podcast, I want to remind you all that this podcast is brought to you part in part by Redcon One. Redcon One is America's favorite new supplement brand where they carry everything for your fitness needs, whether it be snacks, pre-workout, proteins, fat burners, builders, Recovery formula, energy, workout clothes, what have you, they got it. And they just came out uh, with this new flavor of uh, Emery Light called Cheesecake. Ooh, uh, I'm actually, I might be tempted raspberry cheesecake. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So definitely check that out. Also, if you want to save 20% off your order on all Redcon 1 products, head over to redcon1.com and use a promo code T20. Tony tell jokes. That's right. Yes, my user, uh, my social username is also my promo code. So head on over to redcom1.com and use a promo code T20 Tony tell jokes at checkout and you can save 20% off your order. Now, since we got that out of the way, I am thrilled to, to start talking to you guys because I just got back from the Dallas World Series of Comedy Festival this past weekend, and I had such an amazing time. Such an amazing time. Uh, I mean, for one, being accepted into the festival is, you know, an achievement enough, so I'm very proud about that. But this one was particularly educational, This in the most positive way, because, I mean, I've done other festivals, and they're like, you know, local festivals or like, you know, like city festivals where they have them at different venues around town. There's a brewery show here. There's a bar show here. There's a theater. There's a club. So on and so forth. So those are those kind of festivals, which are fine. But for, but this one in particular was astoundingly educational, and I needed this bad. I wouldn't say I would need it bad, but I needed this education. So to preface this, Uh, The World Series of Comedy is a festival slash competition. They have it all throughout the country. And I got selected to participate in the Dallas Satellite. So, uh, well, the Plano, Texas, to be exact, at the House of Comedy in Plano, Texas. So that was a lot of fun. And um, basically, uh, they have you go up there, you do your seven minutes, and then you get judged, which you commonly do during these uh, contests slash festivals. And uh, then you get a critique. And um, I think there were like nine of us in my round. I did like the late show on a Friday. I was like a 940, I think it was 945. Yeah, like a 10 o'clock show. So late show on a Friday night. Uh, and yeah, then we got our critiques and um, from like, you know, industry bookers and people of the managed clubs. And they've been in this world for decades. So. They have a lot of great feedback, and basically what I, all the feedback I received, uh, I needed to hear this because I've spoken about this before. I don't like being in a plateau. I don't like thinking, uh, oh, everything I do is great. You know, that's how you develop a false sense of confidence and you just get deluded and it's like you don't even realize you're going downhill because nobody's telling you. So... Uh, basically, they I did my act, and um, they uh, well they, they had some strong critiques. Uh, basically, they wanted me to go more personal and go more vulnerable because I mean I went up there and did like you know my you know vulgar butt stuff jokes. So they wanted me 
I mean, they like some of the stuff I said. Like, they love my uh, my blindness bit. They like, oh my god, that is such an amazing and original bit. And you should be opening with that. So I took all their notes to heart, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna be doing going forward. Because you know, they're like, if you're looking to um, uh, yeah submit to more festivals and more clubs and more venues, you gotta show off jokes that showcase who you are i mean because anybody can do dick and piss jokes that's just you know that's like you know like if jokes were at costco you those would be sold out all the time they'd be have to replenish those all the time but they have to basically they want me to tell the jokes that are unique to me because they want to know like who is tony they want to know who am i as a comedian and they're like this is like you have some good stuff, you have some strong stuff, but you made some interesting choices as far as what you decided to use for your showcase set. So lesson learned on that end, but it even though it was, you know, I didn't move on to the next round, it was still, I still take this as a win because I have now have like this information, this um, this education of what, uh, what to do going forward because I think I've discussed this before on, on my act, um, uh, on a few episodes before where I have like all this material, but I don't know like how to comp- compartmentalize, construct it and structure it. Like now I have a better vision of what I want to do and what I need to do to have like a strong act. Cause like, like I, cause I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like I'm studly wonder balls or anything, but I'm very confident in like my material. It's just more about uh, compart mentalizing and structuring and putting everything in the right order in order to make it great and um yeah and they said uh like you know just go down be more vulnerable you know let down your guard let you know let (laughs) pour your soul out and yeah and i have that i mean i have some of that stuff but i'm gonna refine it and um i'm just gonna build off that because i mean I can, because I've been, I had a feeling I've been kind of like a bit of a, putting out a little more of a cocky asshole kind of <laughs> attitude in some of my act. I mean, I try to play it off as a lovable asshole, but um, yeah, that I don't want them to give the wrong impression because th- like this is stuff like we as comedians need to hear because too many times, if you're a comedian listening to this, you know what I'm talking about, where you go to a mic, you go up there, you eat a bag of dicks. And then another comic who's, you know, in attendance just taps you on the back and say, hey, good set. I'm like, don't fucking say that to me. Like, I, we both saw what happened up there. Don't say good set to me. If anything, I, like, I need constructive criticism. And I got, like, a mouthful of it in a good way, in a very positive way. Because I'm not, gonna, I'm not the kind of person who's going to sit by and act like all my shit don't stink. Because there are people out there, like you see this with uh, all those uh, delusional American Idol people where they have it in their minds that, oh, I'm a great singer. I'm a great singer. All my friends and family tell me what a great singer I am. Okay, but do any of them have any singing experience? Do they know like what pitchiness is or like, you know, what sounds, what constitutes somebody as a good singer? Because as soon as they step in front of the judges, they get torn up. It's like they get their asses handed to them. And when reality smacks them in the face, they cannot handle it. 
and I and unfortunately there are comedians out there like that, and well, and just any other art form for that matter, but yeah, I I I loved the feedback I got, like you know, hey, they they told me, hey, we you're very charming, you're very you're very creative and original, and you have some strong bits. You just have. Uh, to make smarter choices as far as what you want to put in your act. And I agree. I 100% agree. So, yeah this, was, yeah, this was what I needed to hear. So I'm really, really happy how it all went down. So I did that. I uh, met, uh, met some great people while I was there. Um, a lot of great comics from around the country. People from like Atlanta, California, San, Di- uh, San Diego. Uh, where was it? Uh, New Mexico. And Nevada, so yeah, people from all over the country. Just you know, you get a fresh, a fresh, honest, objective look at your stuff because too many times, like, we'll be like, like look at any artist in any medium. They'll be so close to the elephant, like they have to take a few steps back in order to see it at a, at a grander scale. You know what I mean? Because we're so like. Like I'll be so enveloped in my own stuff that I will fail to see anything else outside of like my field of vision because I'm so close to it. So being able to take a step back at some of my stuff and actually look at it at a broader scale and try to look at it subjectively or objectively, whatever the word, correct word is, uh, is, the, is the right move. And like, you know, all comics, we record our sets whenever we do a show or do a mic, then we go back and listen to them. And unfortunately, I'm guilty of this. I will record it and then never listen to it. <laughs> and that is a bad habit. I'm, I'm, I've been breaking. I'm happy to say that. But, um, yeah, th- it was such, it was like a big dose of reality I needed to hear. And it was such a relief when once I hear it because... Honestly, like if I've just been, you know, just going around doing the stuff I've been doing and I never hear this stuff, like I would never improve. I wouldn't know because there's nobody else telling me, hey, uh, here, that was good. Don't do that. That didn't really work. Like we like other comedians need to just show support by (laughs) telling each other and helping each other with this kind of stuff, you know? And it's like, and I get the competitive nature of it all. I do. But it's not like we're racing against each other. I mean, if anything, the only person hindering your own progress is you. And I don't want to feel like I'm hindering my own progress. And honestly, like, I mean, I'm confident in my stuff. And I'm looking back, I've come a very long way. But I know I'm not done. I know I'm not perfect. I know I still have a lot of room to improve. But I have made significant progress in the nine years I've been doing this. So I was so thrilled when once I got all that feedback. Because some people, when they f- receive feedback, they crumble. They're like, oh, my God. Like, they're like, you know, emotion- so emotionally connected to their stuff. Like, oh, my God, how dare you? How dare you critique me, you know? And honestly, like those those people can go eat a bag of dicks because they ain't gonna make it. And hell, I don't know if I'll make it either, but at least I'm gonna try. 
and I'll listen to feedback. And that's like, you know, what you need to do in order to refine your, your craft. So very thrilled about that. I did this Friday show. Uh, then on Saturday, I came uh, back to the House of Comedy of Plano just to watch uh, the uh, the next round of people. Everybody on that show were solid. They only uh, there were like six people, and only three were able to move on. Um, everybody everybody were just solid. So you can they definitely deserve their spots. And then after that, I went um, I did a little independent show in Dallas at La Privada. It was this nice little. Uh, Mexican cochina, little like a nightclub speakeasy, and that was a fun show too. You know, I love it. It was a great, like you know, fun, high energy environment, and it was good. Just be like you know, new kid in town. Nobody knows me. They don't know my shit. And I went, and took all the advice these guys gave me, and I put it into use. And sure enough, god damn it, it it was correct. It worked. And yeah, I, I've, I've, I, I've never felt so confident. Like, you know, even though I've, <laughs> it's weird how being torn apart is something we need is a much needed necessity in order to grow. You know, it's like, it's like when you grow your hair, I'm like when you get like dreadlocks, but they all just kind of knot up together and they, you can keep growing them and growing them, but they're just going to get worse. So you need to trim the hedges. And that's what I need. I trim the hedges and it's like I'm starting brand new and fresh, but I have all the knowledge and wisdom and experience and material I brought along with me. So it's like when you start a video game, like you beat a video game, but you get to start it again with all your progress and all the weapons and you know all the spells that you got in the previous round. So you just get to pick up where you left off but even more powerful than when you started from before. So that is how I feel. That is how amazing I feel. And, you know, I've never felt more confident in, in this in a long while. So this was a very much needed confidence boost. And then, uh, not too long ago, this is, I'm recording this on Sunday, um, I did KO Comedy, which is uh, like a live Zoom show with my buddy AJ Haypenny, one of my best buddies in the whole wide world. And... Again, I brought uh, all that advice that those guys gave me, and I did, I don't know how long I did, I must have done like 8 to 10 minutes, I think we were supposed to do 8, but I think I kept running along, but anyway, but it, it went by fast, and I took the advice they gave me, I opened up with my blindness bit, and all about laser eye surgery, and it, that shit is strong, like, I, like, I don't, like why didn't I see that before, like, yeah, well, this is this is why I, you have uh, pros look at you, and they give you sound advice because they care about seeing you improve as much as I do. So that good on them for pointing that out to me. And yeah, I point I did that. I do like earlier today. I restructured my opening bit, and um, and it's stronger than it was. Like I have stuff that I have, like I've been meaning to reorder and restructure, and you know I just take it apart, add a few more new things, and put it all back together in a new order, and it works. And yeah, work tonight. Uh, a few other new bits I did, um, those worked pretty good as well. And and even if it was a Zoom show, still it was a good time. It was a lot of fun, and I got nope. 
Uh, not to be Stubby Wonder Balls again, but I still feel like I was the strongest comic on the night. <laughs> so, again, I'm, I'm dialing back what it means to be a cocky bastard, but I don't know. I also got, you know, something you just got to, you know, say, how, say it how it is. Not to say that everybody else did bad. I'm not saying that. Yeah, that that's that's a thing I have to work on. Like whenever I congratulate or boast about myself, I also have to bring myself down and remind everybody that I don't think I'm better than you. I'm just giving myself my own flowers. So, yeah. And so it was fun. I got to see AJ and uh, Aaron from Cape Cod and uh, a few other new people uh, on the show all across the country. And yeah, it was it was a lot of fun and got to reconnect with AJ. He's doing great. Um, and yeah, then we just sort of caught up afterwards. And uh, yeah, like stuff still typical, like, you know, Boston comedy uh, stuff. I mean, people like stepping on each other's toes at venues and, uh, you know, there's plenty of kiss assing and blowing smoke up each other's asses and that's the thing I learned. I do. I finally finished that uh, War of Art book, which I highly recommend. Uh, it was such a great book, especially uh, like I, the whole book from beginning to end is great. But I would say like maybe the last thirty pages are part of what resonated with me the most because basically, no spoiler alert. Um, those were probably the most the best lessons that book had to offer, at least to me, because. Um, you do your art, whatever it be, whether like for me for comedy, whether you're a writer, a painter, a photographer, graphic artist, whatever, a knitter. You should do your art. You should do your craft because you love it, not because you want fame and fortune and accolades and all this other superficial stuff because if you're in it for those reasons you're in it for the wrong reasons and you're not going to go far because if you really care about whatever your art is you should be pouring your heart and soul into it and you know and that's what that's coincidentally what I've been ended up learning this weekend because like when I started in Boston like relationships were transactional and there was a hierarchy and cliques, which are a natural part of being a human and all in any other sort of community. But if you go out of your way to try and impress these cliques or kiss ass or, you know, try like be friends with the cool kids or whatever, it's going to be very superficial and fake and you know it and I know it. So don't worry about them. Don't worry about trying to impress these people because then it just comes out of sort of pandering and you kind of like sold yourself, sold your soul just to get approval from people who honestly do not give a shit about you. So, yeah, instead it, it told you like the war of art, this book, it told me to just concentrate on my shit, concentrate on pouring your heart and soul into your material, get vulnerable and the results will show that your your artwork will sh reflect that and then people will take notice and that's how you know that's how, i guess that's how you get yourself attention without the intention of getting attention because i know we're all comedians were attention whores <laughs> so 
I guess the best way to get it is to not actively pursue it. Instead, just work on your stuff because if you love it and you care about it, you should be parting, just putting all your energy, your heart, your soul, I feel like I've said that enough times, into it. And it'll show. And those were probably some of the best lessons I took away from it, from that book. So I highly recommend that book. And then uh, speaking of which, once I now that I'm done with that, I get to move on to this book of poems by Charles Bukowski. Oh, that lo that lovable bastard. <laughs> oh, that the laid back cynical poet. But no, he's got some great wisdom too. So I'm looking forward to reading that. And um, what else? What else? Uh, oh, uh, this month's up down show, the the June up down show, unfortunately got rained out. So very, very disappointed about that. But our next one is in July. Let me double check what day it is. I believe that is July the 19th. That's right. Yes. July 19th is our next up-down comedy show. So we got a great new lineup. And I'm also going to make sure that everybody I have booked for June will also have a second chance to be uh, on future shows as well. So, uh so I'm not going to be counting them out. They deserve the spots, and yeah, they're going to be, you know, they're going to get them. It might not be right now, but it'll be happening. And um, yeah, yeah, this was a very productive three days, three or four days. And man, no, I'm just, I'm just in a really good mood. Normally I'm like a cranky bastard and... You know, it's like all cynical, but no, th this was a much needed relief and change in attitude. And I can't wait to, <laughs> I can't wait to start all over again. Like I, I like, I feel like I've fallen in love with stand up even more all over again. I mean, I still loved it, but now I feel like I have a new game plan, a new perspective and new motivation to do this and remind myself why I love it in the first place. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know I did. Uh, thank you for listening. Be sure to like, comment, rate, subscribe, do all that stuff on whatever platform you're listening to this to. Uh, make this algorithm my horse. Share it however you want. And uh, yeah, I will see you next time. Bye-bye.